In episode 63, we welcome Dr. Ellen Bratton onto the podcast. She is a leading expert on processing speeds, and we had a wide-ranging conversation with her about what processing speed is and how it impacts daily function. In episode 84, we further discussed processing speed and how to support slow processors. We linked those two episodes in the show notes and highly recommend you go back and listen to them when you have a chance. If you are new here, welcome. I'm Rachel Cap, And I'm Stephanie Pitts. We're just two educational therapists trying to raise awareness about educational therapy and the work that we do. We love working with our Smarties audience. And if you are interested in working with us, we invite you to check our individual websites, which are also listed in the show notes. The best way to connect with us is by signing up for a phone call through those links. Today, we dig into what happens when processing speeds don't match between two individuals. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 124 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Cap. And today we're talking about processing speed. Yes. This is a big one. This is a big one. We wanted to revisit it because, frankly, we know how much our audience enjoyed those previous two episodes that I mentioned in the opening. And if you haven't had a chance to go back and listen, definitely go and listen to those. They're linked in the show notes, as we said. So, Steph, what is processing speed? So processing speed has nothing to do with intelligence. Right. It has everything to do with the speed at which you take in information understand what you need to do with the information, and then do something with it. It's taking in, thinking about it, and taking action, right? Yep, exactly. And so just like cars on a freeway, Mm -hmm. not all people and brains go at the same speed. Mm -hmm. And the reason that this episode came up is having to do with when a parent and a child might not have the same processing speed. And that's hard. In both directions. Yes. Either the parent processes faster and the child processes a little slower, or the child processes faster and the parent is a little bit slower. Yeah. So you can envision it like this following analogy. You can imagine a race car and a bicycle both on the same track going toward a finish line. The race car gets there quicker, while the bicycle obviously takes longer to get there. They both eventually get to the finish line, but the race car is waiting for the bicycle and the processing speed is the speed at which they are traveling to get to the finish line. So that's important to remember. Yeah. Ultimately, people who have slower processing get to that end result. They just take a beat to process it. And as we're talking about this, I'm sure we're all thinking about people in our life who take a beat before responding. And that's because their brain is still processing what was just said or what just happened, right? Yeah. Or vice versa. You're the person that is around someone that goes really fast. Yeah. And so fast processing, what does that look like? If you ever think about talking to someone in particular and you feel like, wow, I'm struggling keeping up with the conversation. So what does it look like? It could be a fast talker. They're usually really quick and witty. They have quick reaction times to things, and they know what they want to say really quickly. Hi, it's me. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So a slow processor needs time to think about something. They might not react as quickly as you want them to, 
or as they want to. For example, a parent can tell their child to go clean their room and they don't get up quickly to do it. Processing speed is just one of the many reasons why students sometimes don't hop to it, but it's definitely something to consider. Mm -hmm. And they maybe only get the first or the last direction that you gave in a multi-step direction. And they often don't know what they want to say. That's oftentimes the type of person who will think of the perfect response, but two hours later right? Hi, that can be me. (laughs) I don't think that's you so often. I think I have some average processing speed, but sometimes it's a little slower. Just depends on your sleep, I think. I think you're probably right. Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. Just like everything else, Steph and I are very attuned with how well the other one slept the previous night. That's the first conversation is like, how many times did we wake up in the middle of the night? (laughs) Totally. So, What happens when processing speeds don't match between two people? Okay, so this is where a lot of friction happens. If a child is slower than the parent, I hate to use the word, but we hear it all the time that a parent thinks that the child is lazy or is apathetic, just doesn't care. Also, a child might not understand everything that you explain to them if you do it quickly because they're still processing the first part of what you said. Or they're only catching the last part because they couldn't keep up. Right. And that's hard. It's hard if the parent is fast and the child is slow. It's also hard if the child is fast and the parent is slower. Mm -hmm. Undoubtedly, mismatched processing speeds can cause friction in relationships. Yeah. And in learning, if you have a teacher who's a fast processor class will very likely go very quickly. Mm-hmm. And the same goes for students who are used to being fast processors. When they aren't processing information quickly, it's frustrating to them. Yep. It's important to understand the speed at which a person processes information and how it sort of can impact relationships, learning, jobs, response times. Mm-hmm. It has a tremendous impact and it's not something that we talk about a whole lot as a society. Exactly. And the thing that sparked this episode is actually a client of mine has a parent that is an extremely fast processor and has a job where she has to think on her feet quickly. And it can be the matter of some life and death situations. Whereas her child is far slower Mm -hmm. and her processing speed is something that she is just now becoming aware of. Mm -hmm. And the mismatch can cause some heated discussions sometimes because Mm -hmm. they're not on the same page and they don't understand why. So that's one of the things that we're working toward. So let's talk about some ways that if you are sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, maybe my child is a slower processor than I am, or maybe your significant other Mm -hmm. is a different speed and this type of thing comes up. Let's talk about a couple of ways that you guys can slow down and make it work for each other. So the first step is really recognizing this, right? Mm -hmm. And seeing this play out in interactions. And so the first thing that can happen is if you are a slower processor, you can let people know Mm -hmm. as you're having the conversation. Hold on. Give me a second to sort of process. Takes me a minute. Mm-hmm. And everybody's always willing to, especially when you're vulnerable like that. Yeah. It's okay to say, I need a minute to think about this. And I've even said that on phone calls before. Hold on, I need a second to just process. Mm-hmm. And people are very understanding of it. What's something else you could do? What I want to just interject really quickly is that if you 
are sitting there thinking about whether or not your child is a slower processor. We've talked about this before, but just to remind you, if you have a kid who you say something and the kid says what Mm -hmm. after you say it, they heard what you said, but they're processing and that's their buying time word. Mm -hmm. So just recognize in my past, I had a coworker who used to say what after every single thing that I said. It was a lot of years ago, but at first I would repeat it. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, I knew she just needed a second. Mm -hmm. And so if you're trying to recognize that could be something, or if the kid literally repeats what you say. Mm -hmm. I know people who feel like a kid has a tone or is mocking if they're repeating what they say, and it's literally them trying to process. It's tough because social etiquette dictates that you respond immediately. I had a coworker who would go, wait, what? After everything. Yep. And we would just give her the space to process it because social etiquette dictates that you have to respond once the other person stops talking. And if you just are waiting for yourself to process, it makes everybody uncomfortable. So, you know, we always say get curious about things. Mm -hmm. Get curious about why someone in your life might be doing that. So another thing that can help slow processors or help processing speed sort of match is to write things down. Yeah. So if you write something down like directions, Mm -hmm. it will be easier for that person to go and think about what they need to do in order to make that direction happen. And so they can refer back to it. Another thing you can do is sort of check for meaning with the other person. And we do this a lot with our clients. Okay. What did you hear? Mm -hmm. Tell me what you heard or explain it back to me. It's really enlightening to ask learners to do this because you think you're being very clear and they only heard the first third of what you said. And that's informative for how you're going to give information moving forward. Yeah. And remind them that it isn't about intelligence and that processing speed is something that is the speed at which things are going. Use the car and the bicycle. Kids will understand And likely they know something is going on, but they can't put words to it. So if you can give them the language, that's going to help. And Steph and I are always big advocates of metacognition. Talk about it. Mm -hmm. Just like we say, talk about executive functioning. Talk about processing speed. Say, I had a processing speed failure. Mm -hmm. I had a processing failure today at work. And talk about what that is. We're big fans of giving names to things. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And if this is you, and you figured out after listening to us that this is something that might be going on in your household, take a second and think about how you can make things better for everybody. By honoring people where they are and where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And it's not about intelligence. It's inherently not linked to intelligence. Exactly. Have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week.